Hi everyone, this is Prasha here. Happy uh, Wednesday. <laughs> and continuing our series this week on how-tos, today I want to talk about how to create a solid career path. So a lot of us are operating when it comes to careers, either out of desperation or out of default. Um, so what is desperation? Which means when we hate our jobs, we look for new jobs. Um, when we hate our work-life balance, we look for new opportunities. When we hate the money we're making, we'll desperately look for new jobs. Or when we get fired, of course, we'll look for a new job. So that's desperation. But the second part is default, which is a lot of people are saying, I like this job, but not that much, but I have other things to worry about. It'll be nice to get a promotion. Um, eh, whatever, we'll see how it works. Or the other default I see in a lot of women is that we're high performers. We're getting four out of five in every single performance review. But we're, in, we're stuck in default mode that somehow somebody else will recognize our abilities and give us a promotion or help us grow our careers. And 10 years later, nobody has asked us for a promotion, even though they're always giving us good remarks. So this is the second part. I think you'll recognize a lot with that second one, right? Where you're the high performer, you're always getting good results, but you're just, all you're doing is working harder and harder and harder to impress other people and hoping that they'll see your potential and they'll give you the rewards. But this is not how the real world works. So I want to give you um, a simple, simple way to create a solid career path that will help you move forward. So give you to give you a little bit background, I started my corporate career in 2014 uh, in a uh, leadership program all right so I was hired in the graduate leadership program for my company which definitely gave me an edge above others because leadership programs have very high visibility in companies and they are a really good way to start your career uh, it helped me learn more about the business it made me travel to a lot of our locations it was a really good head start uh, on things. It may have saved at least like three years of my career, right? Like it, it expedited some of that stuff. However, I still had to advocate for myself. I still had to work hard and I still had to show up and I still had to do well. I still had to perform. Uh, in fact, if you are hired in some of these programs, there's so much visibility. You cannot make mistakes. You cannot have poor performance. Like they're, they're, they put a lot of responsibilities on you. So the way I created my career path from the get-go was I got in touch with really good mentors within the organization. Um, so I'm a, a little bit of an outgoing person, but I was able to connect with a lot of people through my travels and the way I got exposed to the company. But one of the good things I did was anytime I met somebody, I was able to build a relationship with them keep up the relationship with them, stay in touch with them, and continue to talk to them even after I had sort of left that facility or whatever. And I think this nurturing of relationships is something people don't do really well. So one of the things I would suggest is building your career plan will not happen alone. It will not happen in a room. It will not happen in a silo. It will happen with the help of others. All right. So it will happen with the help of others in the room. So we want to build that connection. We want to build that relationship. And then we want to nurture that relationship so that that relationship leads us into more and more of those conversations. 
So yes, the number one thing is networking. And not only, as I said, surface level networking, but deeper networking and connections. So the way I built my career path was through those nurtured relationships. And actually, I would get on calls with these people every three months, six months, and I would ask them, what do you think I should do next? A lot of people don't ask for inputs. They feel like they need to know all the answers. What I've learned that works best when you're developing a career plan is other people's inputs, especially the input of your mentor, your manager, your well-wishers, your network, because they see your, they see your strengths and they see your potential. Um, one out of four mentors will see your true potential. That's why I tell people to have multiple mentors. In fact, I used to have mentors in sales. I would have a mentor in like um, the headquarters. Like I really was very proactive with this approach because I was like, you guys know better than me. Like what are the options? What are the different career paths? And they're different for different organizations, ladies. So you need to do the homework. And this is work that will pay for itself. So don't feel like, oh, I already have so much work and now you're asking me to do more. This is actually the fun part. This is actually where you get the return for your money, right? Like this is where you're going to get input that's not available anywhere else. In fact, when it comes to career paths within an organization or even outside, but in a particular profession, people that know you and know your work in a work setting are your best mentors. And so having them in collaboration with your with your coach like myself, that would work really, really well because you need all the help you can as you grow. Now, the other thing you want to do is you want to set a 5-10 year goal for yourself. Now, this goal can be outrageous. Uh, mine was to be a CEO in 10 years. Like, honestly, that's what I wanted. Or uh, it was five years, I want to be a plan manager. So these were my goals, honestly. And I worked towards them. Sorry, so be a product development manager by five-year goal. And 10-year goal was to be either a plan manager or be be a uh, director. And then the... F- you know, the next five years, I wanted to be in executive leadership. So that's kind of how I built my career path. And this was my thought, like I wanted these things. You can want these things too. Just as I said, just use the clarity exercise and figure that out. Once you figure that out, if you're in the academy, check out the clarity exercise and, and, and play that audio and write down the things you really, really want. Don't be afraid to put them on paper. Like you need to know this roadmap before you go and do other things. All right. You need to know this roadmap before you invest resources, time and energy into growing towards that. Otherwise, your career is going to be on default and nobody cares and you're going to feel behind constantly. So to take the control back, write down, where do I see myself in five years? Where do I want to be in 10 years? And where do I want to be in 20? Write that down. Because if you want to be a CEO in 20, it's going to take different steps to get there. If you're going to be the VP of engineering in 20 years or in another 15 years, that is a different career path. All right. If you're going to be the principal scientist, that's a different path. But unless you decide which path you're going on, you're not doing yourself any favors. In fact, I'm telling you, 20 years will be here in a heartbeat and you'll be like, shoot, I should have known better. And so please listen to me. I'm telling you what's what's better. 
and don't get too hung up on the specifics. Like, for example, when I when I planned this out, I said, okay, I should lead a department in five years. I should be at the plant manager level in 10 years. And then I should be looking at VP and C-suite in the next, the next decade or whatever, five, 10 years. I didn't get too hung up on how it's going to happen or freak out. That was just an outline. And then when I had conversations with my mentors, I asked them, okay, how do I make this journey? Right? When you ask that question, people will help you. They will not laugh at you. They will not be mad at you. And if they are mad at you or they're laughing at you, who cares? Aren't your goals more important than impressing people? Like, please learn this one thing. You got to advocate for your career. Otherwise, nobody else will. And if people laugh at you in the process, that just tells you that they're not your allies. Then don't ask for their feedback next time. I've done that. I've asked some people about their opinion and they were not very supportive. And I said, ah, okay, I, I learned my lesson. I'm not going to ask you next time, right? Like, I'm going to find another mentor. I'm going to find allies. But just because you don't agree with my path doesn't mean I'm going to abandon my dreams, right? So the way to build a career path is to have a sort of an outline, have a lot of mentors supporting you. And lastly, you got to perform. Oh my God, I cannot stress this enough. A solid career path, a solid career plan is always based on a foundation of exceptionally good work, which I know most of you already do. But in case you're not doing it, please start focusing on it. In case you're not getting those four out of fives, then you need to start asking yourself why. If you're a part of the academy right now, talk to me. We'll figure this out. 99% of the chances are that you are under committing, you're over committing and under delivering. You, the way you set up goals, you are setting them up to prove something to someone. When strategically, you should be under committing and over delivering. So you need to negotiate with your managers at the goal setting level and bring the goal to a place which seems under committing to you where you're like, hell yeah, I can get that, get this done. And then over deliver. But if you over commit and under deliver, you'll never get a four out of five, like you'll never be a high performer. You got to create a reputation of over delivering. And some of it is strategic, not so much working 90 hours a week. No, not, that's not how you do it. You actually negotiate the goals at the goal setting level. Then you overperform. You pay attention to the goal as the year's going by. You continue to keep your measure in the loop. You work hard to get to that goal. And you build a good narrative at the end of the year. And you push for that four. Even at the solution, even at the final performance level, you ask questions. Look, I over-delivered. Why didn't I get a four? Tell me more. You got to push your manager to give you answers on why you didn't get a four. Now, if they say that it was during calibrations that your ranking was lowered, that happens all the time. And this is why that network I was talking about is super valuable. If you have allies in those rooms where calibration happens, if you have relationship with other managers, if you work with cross-functional teams, if you've built a good rapport, if these people know who you are, when you're not in the room and calibration is going on, they will advocate for you to keep you at a four. This is literally how I grew my career. Because I always had allies in those rooms that fought for my four when I couldn't fight for it. Because I had created that army of allies through networking and through intra-networking within the company, through sharing my ambitions with people 
through sharing my lessons with people to from helping them in their goals um, from being there for them like you have to do this work i cannot stress this enough all right if you want to know more about intra networking stay tuned i'll do another episode next week but please know that you can control your career you can set a solid career plan it all starts with what do you really want list that out 5 year 10 year 15 year who are you surrounding yourself with who are in your network which kind of what kind of people are you taking advice from go to them and ask them what's the next best step deliver 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 like over deliver under commit and over deliver all the freaking time i'm not saying over deliver all the time i'm saying under commit and then over deliver super important performance matters so much in growth that there is no replacement for it they can hate you or love you but they cannot ignore your performance okay this is super super important and lastly you know me believe in your brilliance please know that you're brilliant and you deserve every single thing in your career and you shouldn't you shouldn't compromise on that no matter what so keep keep pushing keep asking and keep growing and stay brilliant talk to you soon bye